Hello? Oh, hi, Karen. This is Sean from Build a Bodies, where we help you sculpt the perfect body. Our motto is you pick it and we pick it. And we're just calling to touch bases to see if you're still serious about the inquiry that you did earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So what kind of ass are you in the market for? Hmm. Kim K? Hmm. That's a, that's a damn good choice. Let me check my inventory real quick, okay? Just one second. Oh, I'm sorry, Karen. It turns out that our Kim K is sold out. That ass is flying off the shelves. We can't keep that ass in stock. I'm sorry. Let me check my inventory real quick, though. Let me look at something else. Hmm. It turns out we seem to have some lovely Chloe ass for you, though. Would you be interested in that, Karen? Mm-hmm. Okay. I I understand. Chloe is an underrated ass. I, I I agree with that, ma'am. You want something a little more over the top. Something that'll set you out. I get it. Okay, let's see what else we have here. Mm. We do have a handful of Nicki Minaj ass. Does that ass float your boat? Uh, I see. Too big. Yeah. That ass can get hectic. I, 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 I get it. Well, I tell you what, Karen. I think I know exactly what you need. And don't you worry. We'll get that rear and gear. I think what you need is some timeless ass. You want an ass that doesn't go out of style. An ass that sends a message. An ass that says, I'm here, and I mean business. And we're going to do you a solid, Karen. We're working on a new hybrid ass, Karen. Industry leading, never done before. It's a hybrid ass of J-Lo and Beyonce. How about it, Karen? Talk to me. How are you feeling? Sound like a plan? Great. I knew you'd love it. And Karen, let me go over the details really quick. It comes with a premium insurance plan. You only have to pay $59.99 a month. And with that package, you get a free oil change. And your first inspection is on us. What do you say, Karen? Why don't you come on down and get the paperwork filled out? We'll slap that ass right on you. And you'll be on your way. Great, great, great. This worked out best for both of us. And don't forget, post that ass on IG. And make sure you tag us. And Karen, we would love to thank you for shopping at Builder Bodies. We appreciate it. It was a pleasure talking to you. You enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll get to that ass right away. Bye. Go, uh, go shackle, go, yeah, 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 hey, uh, Desperate to find this necklace of mine, maybe I left it on the dresser, maybe I lost it at the club when I was flexing, maybe I lost the inner child in my reflection, maybe I'm caught in the web, action from my past, wanna forget, time heal all wounds, so I need a gold plate of Rolex, put some shine on it, Mary gain the floor, put some rice on it You like to drink or smoke, here's advice for you Get advice from the uh, OGs, this is what they told me Stay silent, pray about it Lane I'm in, it ain't crowded Don't speak it if you ain't about it Watch your enemies and hang round them uh, It get dirty on these southeast streets Gotta grind, wake up early or you might not eat 3D, DDD, still might not see The violence inside our city The problem behind our thinking Materials most important No money, then ain't no phone Conversation that we can hold Cause we'd rather get on the hold When we done, we just send them on Run away from emotion My body go through the motion My shadow is very shallow I cannot handle the ocean The strings on my heart are tugging I got some scissors to cut them Dump them inside her Balenciaga luggage Fucking gold shackles Yeah all right, WWFLIP, when we feel like it podcast, where we broadcast, when the fuck we feel like it, Sean right back in the building, and that song right there is called Gold Shackles, and that's by that boy Bobby Sessions, and I feel like that song was fitting, you know, to go with the skit, actually that's not the skit, that's real life, that was a, a real advertisement, and yeah man, back in the building, another week straight, no bullshit, and once again, it feels good to be back, and right off the bat, I just saw news that Liam Neeson's box office opening was the worst in history for his career, and he deserves it, he is an, a fuckboy, yeah, I think that's what we call him in the black community, yeah, he, he would be a fuckboy, yep, absolutely, 
He didn't kill anybody black, but he did kill his career. That's that's great. <laughs> Good job, Liam. Fucking asshole. His next movie is called Taken It Too Far. It's <laughs> exactly what the fuck he did. Took it way too far. You know how racist you got to be to feel that damn cozy on a microphone to say some whole shit like that <laughs> and not even see the problem with it? That shit is ridiculous. But once again, I appreciate it, man. I'm glad a lot of these people open up about it and are open about it because I like to know where people stand so you can get the fuck away from me so I won't stand next to you. But yeah, that's probably all I got to say about that. I mean, fuck him. This nigga read a script and think he a super athlete now. Like, he just gonna whoop niggas' asses because he... <laughs> ah, man, I don't even want to get into it, man. Like I say, just fuck him. That's all you get for it. That's all you get from me. I'm not gonna go into detail about you being a hoe. And I also recently saw that boy Bow Wow. Some elevator footage came out of him. Reminiscent of Beyonce and Solange and Jay-Z. But this time, Bow Wow was the aggressor in the situation. And it's just a damn shame, man. My dog Bow Wow... <laughs> Smartfucker got the paws put on his ass, no pun intended. Or is it? You tell me. But it's just crazy. This nigga went from shorty like mine to shorty shut the fuck up. Shit just got real different for Bow Wow real quick. He's doing his best soldier boy run right now. He's on a he's on a hell of a movement right now. I just don't get it, man. You tiny as fuck and you trying to charge women up and shit. And getting the brakes beat off of you by the woman. <laughs> and she called 911 on you. The 911 tape sound crazy too. I didn't listen to the full thing because I ain't really into that type shit, but you know. It's just some weirdo shit going on, as I always say. This shit is just, I don't know, man. Say it ain't so, Bow Wow. Say it ain't fucking so. This nigga went from so-so death to so-so choices. You just, <laughs> you just can't be out here doing this random ass whole shit, man. This boy Bow Wow just never learns. He want to stay famous so bad. It's like, dog, just get your money and just <laughs> fade out into the sunset, man. We don't want to hear from you, my nigga. We don't. Well, let me say I don't want to hear from you. I don't know about anybody else, but... I ain't trying to hear shit you got going on. Didn't really give a fuck about this, but, you know, the video is kind of funny. Not making light of domestic abuse, but, you know, the visuals of it is a little, you know, I chuckled a little bit. A, a light chuckle. Like, just imagine Bawal trying to threaten you. Like, how, how does that, how do you process that? What, what goes through your mind when Bawal is charging you up? Like, are you supposed to even take that shit serious? I wouldn't even fight Bawal. I would literally just pick him up and place him into a trash can. And every time he tried to get out, I would just push him in. Like, what the fuck? There's nothing he can tell me. <laughs> shit is crazy. And clearly, there's nothing he can tell her either, because, you know, she wasn't going for that shit either. She went upside his head a few times, at least from the pictures. That's the video we needed. That's what I was hoping to see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't watch World Star videos and all that sucker shit, but, you know, I would have been tuned in for that one. I just wonder what he's going to say about this one. How he going to spin this shit? You know, Bow Wow is, is the king of the spin move. This nigga stay tapping L1. Like, dog, you about to wear that controller the fuck out. How many times you gonna hit the spin move button, my nigga? <laughs> that bitch don't even work the same no more. He need to buy a new controller how much he hit the spin move button. Wearing that bitch smooth out. I know he gonna do a Vlad interview about this shit. He gonna turn it into some real bullshit, too. And I ain't gonna listen to that shit. I ain't, I ain't trying to hear all that shit from this nigga. I wonder what the women gonna say about this shit, though. I wonder what they're saying. I wonder if they still riding for Bow Wow. Because clearly he's still getting women. But it's just a lot of bullshit going on in the news right now, it seems like. Or not even the news, but in popular social circles or whatever you want to say. For instance, NBA player Harrison Barnes played for the Dallas Mavericks. And it turns out, while he was in the game within the fourth quarter, they announced that he got traded to another team <laughs> while he was on the court and shit. Well, he wasn't on the court. He was on the sidelines. But the announcement came while he was in, you know, in the building. And that's some real circus shit. And on the last episode of No Boundaries that I was on, we were speaking about Luka Doncic, and I didn't want to say it, but you know, now, fuck it, because other reports came out about how 
Luca was saying how it's easier to score in the NBA as opposed to in the European League and shit. And to clean it up a little bit for him, he was saying how the court is smaller in the Euro League and all that shit and how it's more space in the NBA and all this other bullshit. But in reality, the NBA has been setting this up for years. They've been setting the rules up to the point where they were making it easier for foreign players to come in the NBA and dominate. Foreign players, aka typically, you know, like white type of players, to make it easier for them to score and shit in the NBA. It was really set up like this a couple years ago, but one player in particular found the vulnerability and exploited it before anybody else can, and that player is named Steph Curry. Steph Curry found the exploits and, you know, he took that shit to the max and maximized it and, you know, killing motherfuckers, obviously. But Steph Curry was not supposed to be Steph Curry. It wasn't meant for him to do this shit. He just cracked the code before anybody else. Believe me, they didn't want him to do this shit at all. He wasn't even really meant to play in the NBA. They were trying to say he was undersized, underskilled, and all this bullshit, which is crazy because he was murdering people in college, straight dogging people the same way he was doing in the NBA right now. When he first came in the league, he just couldn't stay healthy. A lot of people don't remember, but he was signed to Nike. And under Nike, he kept having ankle problems. He kept having ankle injuries and shit. And also another little side story, when he was trying to get his Nike deal, or when Nike was trying to, you know, propose a deal to him, they actually still had KD's screenshots and stuff up on the screen. When it was supposed to be Steph Curry, they forgot to change it. So that's how he went to Under Armour and all this shit. But anyway, back to the point that I'm making. He found the vulnerabilities in the NBA, and he maximized it to his abilities and made it work for him. But those exploits that he found was really made for overseas players to do. And that's where Luka Doncic comes into play. Luka Doncic is really just a fucking Paul Pierce with a better ball handle. And when I say that, Paul Pierce is cold as hell. He's one of my all-time favorite players. He's actually the one who created the step back, in my opinion. Paul Pierce was probably the first person in the NBA who did step backs. And they pretty much have the exact same playing style, except Luka Doncic is a little bit more up and down with it. And like I say, he has a little bit better handle. But he pretty much plays like Paul Pierce. He plays a slower type of game. But once again, the point that I'm making is he came into the NBA and he was pretty much meant to dominate. His playing style was meant to dominate in the NBA. And I'm not saying that to diminish his talent. He is talented. He is cold as hell. Don't ever get that fucked up. The boy could hoop. Don't make no question about that at all. But... Once again, they made it easier for him to score. They made it easier for him to come in and do what he's doing right now. That's why the NBA plays overseas and shit. You see him playing in fucking China and Japan and fucking Australia or whatever the case may be. All that type of shit. And obviously, the Euro Leagues and shit. That's what all this is for. And if you look at the Dallas Mavericks, he's trying to make a fucking European team. He's trying to make an all-white team. <laughs> if I was a black player on the Dallas Mavericks, I wouldn't even unpack my bags. I know my time is there short. I already know they're going to get me the fuck out of there. There's damn near no black players on the Dallas Mavericks who start and shit like that. It's just fucking crazy to watch. Well, not really crazy because, like I say, I saw this shit coming years ago. They had to make it seem like they were behind Steph Curry and shit. But really, he started dominating on his own and they had to, you know, create a story behind him after that shit and make it seem like he was always their guy. But that wasn't the case. That was not the case at all. But people who follow sports and shit, they'll, they'll understand what I'm saying. Some people probably won't agree, but guess what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? And also, don't forget, I spoke on the fact that Mark Cuban made some slick comments about how the Euro League and shit players transition better and how they have a better, you know, situation and setup and shit. And Luca kind of low-key kind of echoed those sentiments, if you really think about it. It's not a coincidence. And I see everything. I'm watching everything. I'm, I'm, I'm watching you niggas. Pause. I see all this shit. You can't get this sucker shit past me. I see all sucker shit. My sucker shit meter is undefeated. That bitch has a lifetime warranty. That bitch never goes out. I never had to change the batteries on that bitch or nothing. That bitch works perfect, believe me. I see all bullshit. You can't sneak that shit past me. Which leads me to another thing. <laughs> 
there's this hard drug going around that everybody seems to be addicted to. That drug is called denial. Denial is probably the most dangerous hallucinogenic drug that you can take <laughs> known on <laughs> known to earth. It's deadly. It kills everybody. It makes everybody zombies. You start taking denial in large doses. You start seeing Ferraris. You start seeing bags of money. <laughs> you start seeing women that love you that you just met today scantily clad you start seeing these big time contracts you start seeing a lot of shit with this with this hard drug named denial and if you're not careful it can it can take control of your life so i would just say be careful take it in very small doses i would suggest don't take it at all but you know niggas shall be niggas it's not much you could do about it just know i'm not taking it i don't play the denial game that's a dangerous game very fucking dangerous and it also kind of goes back to what i used to say about being fake optimistic and fake positive and all this shit and I was listening to Corey Holcomb recently, and he was talking about toxic masculinity. He was talking about the whole Terry Crews shit, and he made an interesting point that I love. It's probably the hardest catchphrase ever. He says it's really toxic insecurity. <laughs> People are insecure about real masculine type shit, and they trying to, you know, they trying to counter that shit, and I believe it. I mean, I was already saying that, but he made a cold little tagline for it. He made a cold little catchphrase for it, and that shit's hard, man. Toxic insecurity, that's probably the hardest line of the year. I fuck with it because that kind of ties into what I'm saying about denial, about that heavy drug named denial. <laughs> that kind of goes hand in hand with toxic insecurity, if you ask me. And I know you didn't ask me, but guess what? I told you anyway, goddammit. Fuck wrong with you. I'm back on my bullshit this week. I talked to Soldier Boy. He gave me the green light. He said it is what it is. And I thank him for that. He didn't have to be that way. He didn't have to grant me access to say what I want to say. But he did. And I thank him for that. But also, I just heard that somebody that I grew up with just passed away. I won't say his full name, but I'll just say R.I.P. Ernest. Actually, I knew him from elementary school. I remember him from way back then. I haven't had recent dealings with him or anything, but, you know, shout out to him nonetheless and R.I.P. And con my condolences to his family and everything. And it's just crazy. Somebody had just told me that, like, right before I started recording this shit. But once again, R.I.P. to him and salute to his family and... I hope he had a good send-off. But yeah, I hope I broke down that NBA shit good. Because, you know, I don't know how that shit sounded as I said it. I feel like I got my point across. But it's just bullshit, man. Also, this whole LeBron shit. I'm so sick of this nigga LeBron, man. <laughs> if you don't get this nigga the fuck out of here. If I was the Lakers, I would trade LeBron, really. And just get fucking AD. Anthony Davis. Fuck that, man. LeBron be on some fucking prissy-ass shit. I love everything he does off the court in terms of how he handles his family and how he handles his money and things that he gives back with and how he provides income for a lot of people. I fuck with all that. But his on-court antics, I don't fuck with none of that shit, man. You way too cold to need all these fucking all-star type niggas, man. <laughs> Why can't you just fucking hoop? And I'm not saying shut up and dribble like that lady, you know. I'm just saying hoop in terms of what you do on the court. Like, dog, you asking for way too much, my nigga. I can't stand this nigga, man. I really can't. Big ass baby type nigga, man. You too goddamn big to be pouting and shit and running away from the bar when you when it's fucking five seconds left on the clock and shit. This nigga be hiding behind the bench and shit when it's time. <laughs> when it's time to really hoop. When it's crunch time, a nigga hiding and shit. Fuck wrong with this nigga, man. This nigga be annoying the fuck out of me. And I don't even watch sports no more, really. I just really watch the highlights and shit. I don't be watching full games, really. I can't really do it. I mean, I'd probably watch it with other people and shit, but as ter in terms of me watching shit by myself, man, fuck that shit, man. I got elsewhere to be. I got a love and hate relationship with basketball anyway. That's why I never forgot well from No Boundaries that uh, I know we was talking about hooping and all that type of shit, but really I've been ducking that shit because, like I say, I have a love and hate relationship with basketball because if I start hooping again, 
I'm gonna get sucked into it because I got a fucking addictive personality to where I'm gonna be shooting shots up and shit. Y'all niggas will never hear from me again. You will never hear a podcast again because I'll be outside practicing this shit. Knowing good and goddamn well I'm not going to the NBA. I'll be outside doing all type of crossovers and dribbles and doing all kind of dumb shit. <laughs> because I can't just be on the court, my nigga. I gotta be one of the best players on the court. Fuck that. I can't just be on some casual shit. Hell no. Nah. I gotta be super productive if I'm really gonna be hooping. And that's why I be avoiding that shit, dog. That's my drug. My drug is trying to be the best I could be at whatever I'm doing. That's why I stay away from basketball for the most part. It's funny, though, because I did play recently with some co-workers and shit. These motherfuckers don't think I could do anything. Shit is crazy. <laughs> I remember one time this one dude was asking me, do I even get women and all this type of shit? So I'm like, all right. And right after that, like, our company was having a Christmas party and shit. So I'm like, man, you know what? Let me show up so I could let these niggas know what type of time I'm on and shit. So I show up to the party and shit. They see how I'm dressed and all this shit. These motherfuckers going crazy. These niggas calling me Genuine and Frank Lucas and all this type of shit. (laughs) I went from not having women to being called Frank Lucas and shit. I'm like, dog, this is how I dress every day, man. Relax, please. And then from there, now they talking about athletics and shit. These niggas talking about hooping. They're like, Sean, you can't hoop. You get out there, I'm going to dunk on your motherfucking ass. I'm like, all right, man. So I show up to hoop. My fucking team don't get off the court, my nigga. <laughs> we win every fucking game, except the very last game when we about to leave and shit. Now motherfuckers calling me Baby Iverson and all this type shit. <laughs> and now these niggas talking about some other shit. These niggas doing foot races and shit at work. Niggas doing all type of shit. I call it the washed up Olympics. These niggas just crazy. But anyway, like, niggas be doubting everything I do. Every step of the way. Shit's crazy. It's like, dog, I'm a proven type nigga. Like, <laughs> how could you deny the fly shit that I do, my nigga? Shit be crazy as fuck. I mean, I don't give a fuck, but I'd be tired of hearing that shit at the same time, too. But I really don't care what people think, because I know I produce. I'm all action, my nigga. All action. Like I say, I turn my name into a action word. Sean is always moving. Sean making shit happen. But yet another random thing that's been annoying me lately. Once again, I go back to the Joe Budden podcast, and I don't like to piggyback off his shit, and I'm not piggybacking off his shit, but I heard him mentioning the whole podcast game and how Spotify is trying to get a little foothold in the game and how they're making strides and how they're moving past Apple and all this bullshit. And I'm not an Apple guy or anything. I do have an iPhone, but I don't ride for Apple and all this other bullshit, no. But there's a lot of misinformation being spread about this shit. So real quick, I want to give you a brief history about podcasts and shit and let y'all know how this shit really jumped off. Because even people with podcasts don't even know this shit really. But the fucking word podcast is literally made by Apple. It all started on Apple devices. You would be on a iPod podcast, iPod podcast, yes, get it now? It would basically be exclusive audio content that was only found on iPods and iPod Touches. That's how it all started off. And it used to be integrated into the music app. The music app had podcasts and music. But now there's two different apps for it. It's a music app and a podcast app. But all this shit was created by Apple. Apple created podcasts and they created the name podcast. It literally came from fucking Apple. From being able to broadcast audio from the fucking iPod. That's what it meant. So this whole idea that Spotify is going to run off with the podcast game, I highly fucking doubt it. Because podcasts are just now being put on Spotify. But yes, they are making strides. I do get it. And I don't give a fuck who wins this war and all this type of shit. But, you know, I'm just setting the record straight as to how this shit really is. But yeah, there you go. For people who don't know. That's how the whole podcast shit jumped off. That's probably the quickest way to piss me off. It's to spread misinformation and to just make shit up. <laughs> that shit annoys me more than anything in the world, probably. I hate when people just be talking shit and that shit ain't adding up to no real substance. It ain't no it ain't no real shit attached to it. That's just not the go-to shit, man. That's not fly shit. You got too many people listening to your podcast to just be spreading bullshit. And I'm not even just 
targeting him, but I mean, people in general, man, just cut the monkey shit out, man, please. <laughs> that shit is tacky as fuck, and you just blabbering and talking nonsense to fill in hours of content. Not fly shit, man, not fly shit. But anyway, it's been real chopping it up with y'all boys and girls, as always. It's when we feel like it podcast, where we broadcast. When the fuck we feel like it, Sean, gone. Thank you for listening.